Welcome to the Make More, Keep More show, an irreverent but never irrelevant show dedicated to all things money. Hosted by Ron Carruthers and Dominic Cummins, two guys with 50 years of combined experience in sales and finance and a lifetime of talking nonsense. For you guys, this is the Make More, Keep More show. We got our guest today, Josiah Novak of True Transformation. But um, the background of the show is Dominic of Real Biz Advisors is like my longest friend that I actually still hang out with. We've known each other 30 something years. Yep. And um, Dominic was an absolute sales genius, bank manager, all kinds of stuff. And then he's been on the digital marketer main stage for those guys at their traffic and conversion summit. So Dominic knows all about making money and getting sales going. On the other side of the equation where I go through, help people manage what they made, pay the least amount of taxes, all that stuff. So if you're new to this show, that's who we are. Um, and today we have our guest, Josiah Novak of The True Transformation. And um, we're super excited to have him. And Josiah, I'm about to pay you. Dominic can agree with this. I want to pay you one of the highest compliments I can pay anyone. You ready for this one? I, I think I so. <laughs> every single email you send. Wow. All of them. So, I mean, that's pretty good. First of all, you keep them short, so that's good. But Josiah, you know, sends out daily emails. And look, I'm on a lot of lists. A lot of them just get deleted off. Even Dan Kennedy, who I, you know, you guys know, if you've watched the show before, I'm a huge fan of. I do not read every email that, you know, his team sends because we all know it's not Dan. But Josiah, and you gave me um, one of the best tips, which I told you when we were talking about this, setting this up, which is like, look, man, if you're trying to control your weight, manage it, and you're going out on the weekend, you know, take the drink or the appetizer or dessert, but don't turn around and do all three. So such a great tip. And you got a fan on Happy Gilmore 78. I think dude is a fan. So anyway, <laughs> Josiah, man, welcome, welcome to the show. We're super happy to have you. Wow. Um, thanks. What, thanks, what should they know about you? Tell us a little bit about what your business actually is. And then I've got a very specific list of questions for you. Wow, man. Well, I'm, I'm going to pinch myself because my name just got mentioned with Dan Kennedy in the same discussion, which is like crazy. Um, that's awesome. I'm a huge fan of all, all of that. Um, what you guys know about me? Well, for the better part of the past 17 years, which is crazy to say, um, I've been helping mostly men, but we'll call it high performers, uh, just improve all aspects of life through the power of health and fitness. I think a lot of guys, and I'm sure you can relate because you talk to high performers all the time, a lot of us, I will say, as a fellow high performer, we do really well in a lot of different areas of life, from family to making money to managing teams and so on and so forth. But we tend to neglect the health and fitness side. We tend to set that to the side in pursuit of greatness in other arenas. And I, I think and I want to help guys realize you don't have to do that. You can do all the great things, you can pursue all the goals, you can crush it, as they say, and still be in great shape. And so I, I always say I, I start by leading and walking the walk, but over the past you know, 15 plus years, I've helped at this point, literally thousands of guys uh, master the health and fitness game and in doing so improve everything that they care about in their life. Love it. Awesome. Love it. Dominic, you got any questions for him? You started to say something before I interrupted you or no? No, I was laughing. I was like, no, no, no we're, we're never that way. What are you talking about that uh, we <laughs> right? put fitness to the side? <laughs> I mean, I think it's such a great content, uh, comment and, and commentary maybe is maybe the better way to put it because it's so true. You know, over the years of like, do, you know, de doing well business-wise, running teams, getting all the, the success with it, you start to go like, well, I just don't have time. I got to get this thing out. Okay. I'll do it a little bit later this afternoon. And, and, uh, for me over the last like six months has been trying to make that shift away from that and just get like, no, let's prioritize that, uh, before prioritize the health before, but you know, it's such a hard, hard thing to do. And I, I actually recently was training for a, a big ride and, uh, cycling and um, it's just one of the guys, good friend of mine was like, dude, I don't know how you do it, man. You, you run a business, you got family. I mean, I just, I mean, I, I, 
it, he was saying it in the nicest of way. It was basically saying like, there's probably no way you're going to be able to do this because you live life and you have to, you know, do all these other, you've got children, you've got a business, you've got uh, responsibilities, clients, all that stuff. And uh, so, yeah, you're absolutely hundred percent right. So I'm, I'm super excited to have you on to talk about this. Awesome. So just if you don't mind, I want to break this conversation down into basically two halves. Um, the first half, really, I'd love to hear what some of your tips are and how guys can engage with you. I know you said it's predominantly guys, but kind of what you offer and what kind of your top handful of tips are from a fitness standpoint. And then I want to turn around in the second half because privately, and of course I won't share the numbers, but I know your business is doing exceptionally well. So I'd love to hear about, Hey, from a business standpoint, what are you doing differently than say you were a year or two ago that's kind of led to that. So let's get started with sure. the fitness stuff first. First yep. of all, what what are you actually doing with these guys? So the first thing we want to do with anybody, and this would you know mean even people who just follow us uh, and don't actually work with us yet, uh, we want to help people realize, number one, that the only thing you're really lacking, it's not discipline, it's not, you know, it's 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 not willpower motivation, all that stuff. It's just simply a lack of a system. You know, we have in different parts of life systems for what we do, especially with business, right? We wake up, we know X, Y, Z has to happen, ABC, one, two, three. That's all you're really lacking with fitness. Um, fitness these days, unfortunately, there's so much noise. So the first thing you want to do with guys is simplify their system. There's just so many different things out there different diets, workouts. I mean, there's literally a million options that you could jump into to start improving your health. So the first step is figuring out what does your system look like or what should it look like? And we have a framework that we utilize to help build systems for guys. And we call it the 3M system. And it's just focusing on the three things that I believe in my experience that need to be addressed. And that is your movement, right? So how often do you move around? Maybe it's the bike. Uh, maybe it's walking. Walking is a big one. But most of us, like we're doing right now, we're, we're pretty sedentary because of current day you know, work settings and virtual settings and all the things that we do in front of the computer or driving or whatever, sitting down watching Netflix. We just don't move enough. So movement is number one. Number two is muscle. So everybody. And I'll say this because we actually do work with women too. We have a female business that, you know, I can tell you about that later when we have our business chat, but everyone should in some aspect do some kind of resistance training. Everybody, nobody is allowed to get out of this, right? It, that is if, if you want to fight the aging process, if you want to improve your metabolism, if you want to most importantly feel good, right? Like less joint pain, aches, all that stuff. Muscle has to be a part of the equation. Now that obviously can differ from person to person, but that's number two. Number three is meals. So we all eat. How we eat is really going to come down to the goals that you have, your preference for food and what you do, you know, during the course of your day, where you eat, what you eat. But we have to set some non-negotiables with food so that it becomes easy, efficient, and enjoyable. Right. And it just gets on uh, put on autopilot. Basically, those are the three M's, like I said, that we start with um, and we build out systems for guys. And then we have things that we do on the back end with what we call meaning and mindset, which is really what people end up finding really the most important piece. Right. Re rewiring how you operate internally so that we can literally transform from the inside out so that you literally step into a new version of yourself, meaning, Hey, I'm no longer the guy that like, Oh, I just, I got to find time for fitness. Like you're the guy who's like, listen, I'll make time for other things after this gets done. Like this is non-negotiable. When I start my days is how I do it before your bed even hit or before your feet even hit the floor, get out of bed in the morning, your system's already dialed in. You don't really have to think about it. So that's where we begin. Love it, man. Absolutely. Love it. That's awesome. You know what? I lied. Let's jump over to the business side since it kind of lends itself to it. Sure. So and we'll come back to the fitness because that's how we do around here. We kind of bounce around a little bit. But that. so tell me about how clients engage with you. Um, is it 
just walk me through. And by the way, this is at Josiah Fitness. And I believe your website is thetruetransformation.com, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and your YouTube channel is legit. Like you have a really good content on YouTube as well. Thank but you. um, so tell us a little bit, you know, you're having a great year. Business is really taking off. First of all, how did you set that up? Uh, what did you, what are you doing differently now? Did you add levels of coaching? You know, what, what is it that you actually, is it, are they buying training? Are they buying coaching? Like, what are your clients doing? Sure. As with most businesses, we've gone through different evolutions and we've changed over the years, of course, and starting to, you know, start to shape something that you actually want right out of business. I think that for my business, fellow business owners or entrepreneurs watching this, you know, my, one of my biggest pieces of advice is create something you actually want. <laughs> I think yeah. early on, you know, I was driven by, you know, I think most of us driven by trying to cover the bills. Um, but quickly realized that even if I did cover the bills, if I was building something that I didn't love, or at least didn't wake up excited to build, uh, it was a mistake. So now we have a model that looks completely different than it did even, we'll call it five years ago. Uh, most of our, we'll call it our main group of clients, um, work with me and my team of certified uh, personal trainers, nutrition coaches, and life coaches. I built a, an Avenger squad that work with me um, to service our clients one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I personally only work with um, a very select few of guys directly. Um, and this is done by design because I can only do so much, right? Sure. One of the cornerstones of our, our business is each level of service that we provide, we want it to be able to stand on its own two legs. So if someone never works with me one-on-one, -on -one, they just work with one of our coaches they walk away saying, or not even walk away, hopefully stay forever, but they'll, they'll tell people, hey, look, this is the best program for this specific need. Even our quote unquote, lower cost, low ticket stuff, uh, a great mentor of mine told me, look, create something that you'd be proud of it if it was the only product you had. And it could stand on its own two legs forever at a price you can tolerate. <laughs> so give, right. give as much as you can, right? So Right now, 80% of our clientele work with me and, and uh, our coaching team uh, on what we, can, we consider consulting level where it's three to one, basically. So three coaches to one client uh, where they'll get access to a life coach, nutrition coach, personal trainer. And then I round things out with my you know, high level mindset and, and uh, fitness coaching that I provide to that group. Uh, and we do 90 day stretches on that on that front. And then we do a recurring model after that. So it's a, a bigger investment to get in. And then once you're in, it's like, okay, you've earned the right to be here and we want you to be a part of the family forever. So we have something that you can sustain for a long time. Front end, similar deal, um, just less coaching. Um, they get access to resources on a monthly basis. They do get access to coaching calls uh, and courses that we've put together and we service them in a group setting. And then uh, we have digital products that are basically just there uh, at, at people's disposal when they need it. Um, but that's really our model. So I'm hesitant to say that it's a funnel, right? Because I, I don't know who I'm, necessarily who I'm speaking to, like the, the terminology that people will understand, but it's not a funnel. It's really funnel. just figuring out where are you a best fit. And then the only reason you would move is if you just want more access, basically more access to me or more access to the team, but you'd have everything you need support wise at each level. I love it, man. First of all, my kids on here, Brennan, you're supposed to be in law school class. Go back to studying. <laughs> Stop screwing around. Come listen to this on the weekend, but I love you. And I'll talk to you this weekend. Um, anyway, where were we, Dominic? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, I, I know where he gets it from. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> We actually had my son on, Josiah, um, who's 27 now. Jeez. Wow. And um, anyway, he was he was hilarious. I love was, you, Brandon. All right. Uh, back, it was a good episode, business, though. It was guys. a good episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Josiah, how are – what would you say are the couple of changes that have caused your business to kind of hit that, 
geometric curve where you said, you know, business is really doing well. What would you say you're doing differently now about get is it the way you're getting them? Is it the way you priced it? Is it a combination? How drive that piece? So it it has really little to do with um gaining clients themselves and, and seeking new business it has everything to do with our team, the people that we have on our team and how we double down and honestly triple down or quadruple down, I guess, even on servicing our clients that we currently have. My thought when I wake up every day and this has transformed their business, there's two thoughts I have. So for clients themselves, my thought is if I never could get another client, how or what can I do today and ongoing here to ensure that the folks we currently have never leave? Such so that's great, awesome. such a great question. That's a because that's question. reality, right? Sometimes, like if you wake up every day chasing new business, that's exhausting, and you can get burnt out. You have very little margin of you know, with energy there, where you're constantly seeking new business, new business, new business. So that's number one. Number two is how can I empower my team to make decisions on their own? since we're all bought into the message and the mission, how can I empower the Avenger squad that I have to wake up every day and make decisions without even having to consult with me, knowing that they trust the mission, they have the same mindset for servicing clients. Those two things, now I'll just say it, I am probably the luckiest guy on the planet with the team that I have. These people are, and if they're watching or if they end up watching this, just know that I wake up every day full of gratitude for you. you they crush it. Um, and having those two thoughts when I wake up has honestly taken the business and we, we tripled the business in the past 12 months. Yep. You told me that I didn't want to say that, but you did say that. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, even my wife will tell you that I've changed, right? I used to be the guy I used to be the, and I think we all go through this. We're on the, the, uh, my, my COO jokes around says you were the COO, the CEO, the janitor, the dishwasher, the, <laughs> the cook, bottle the bottle washer, whatever, you know, yeah, like I was everything yeah. giving up that control and also getting out of the mindset of like, I want a million clients, you know, I want to 10 new clients every day. Like, no, I want, right. The only reason I would take on another client is if we knew without a shadow of a doubt that we can service them at the highest level, right. Take our best client, and replicate the experience they had for every new person that comes in. That's the only way I want to grow. I love it. That's awesome. So back to the tripling, mm. was it getting more business from the existing clients? Was it just getting clear or offering them new things, which obviously they appreciate or they wouldn't stick around? Yep. It, it, what is that it? So there's a couple things um, and I can get tactical if, if you'd like. Um, yeah. But, you know, we uh, having the right people on my team, and I know not everyone it depends on where you are in business, right? But you can get creative with outsourcing things to free up some of your time to do what you are best at. And for me, I am there's nobody on the team, and, I, and this is how it should be because there's certain roles that they have that I couldn't do, but nobody can do what I can do, right? Which is at least for my business, create content, <clears throat> emails, video and podcasting and all of that, 95% of my time is spent on creating content, both for our clients and for non-clients. So even you know, continuing to market to our current clients by creating programs for them, trainings for them, that's all I do. So freeing up my time to do that over the past, I guess it's been a, about a year and a half, two years now, has allowed us to have a greater and more impactful reach. Okay. So Along with that, we also went all in on really just the model that I just outlined for you guys, right? Instead of trying to do 20 different things, sell 30 different products, and that might work for some people, but we just tripled down on the market we wanted to go after, the offer, and I will just be frank with everyone watching, we have put you know some ad spin behind that as well, but the only reason I put ad spin behind it was because organically, it was proven to convert and we were we were we proved to ourselves that we could service and and deliver on the promise. Um, nice. Those things have led to the business. You know, it's it's kind of like fat loss. If we if we bring it back full circle, you know, initially you're like, I feel like I'm doing a lot of work, but I don't see the 
I don't see the changes just yet. And I tell people, you're just, you're, you're, you're in, uh, you know, watering the plant season, right? You're, you're in, um, you're not in the harvest season yet. You're in the growing and servicing season where eventually that harvest will bear fruit, right? You're just in the, the growth mode. And that's really what took place. You know, it's like we were just doing a lot of the right things for a long period of time. And then boom, things started to take off because of the work we had done. And that'll continue to be the pattern, right? The work we do now will show up six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, right? Those, that's just how it works. Dominic kind of reminds you of the Frank Kern formula, right? Exactly yeah. what he describes. You know, just how you know who Frank Kern is, right? I do. Yeah, I do know Frank. Absolutely. Fra Frank almost freaking got me divorced, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> uh, it's his fault. I missed my flight and my wife was convinced I was somewhere in a hot tub full of cheerleaders, which I sadly was not. <laughs> I mean, maybe I was, you were I was very happily. I was locked in my room all alone. Dominic, <laughs> tell him tell him the formula again so you can I can let you go word in it. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, well, he Frank Kern and we talked about this. I think about two weeks ago about this idea of stabilize, optimize, expand. And I think what you talked about just now the the whole idea. So my background's in marketing, right? So we we um, you know the the idea of throwing money at ad spend when the business isn't ready for it is just one of those things that that kills people. Right. And, and if you're having issues currently, those issues are going to get magnified at scale. And mm -hmm. it's, I think when you, you see businesses that, that start off pretty well with a pretty good idea, but because they can't fulfill for a client and then they rush to that expand phase, which is kind of the nature of what people do. Nobody wants to sit and stabilize. Nobody wants to sit in the optimized stage. They're not all that fun. Actually optimization can be really fun, but but it, everybody's like, oh, I got to expand, right? Well, if you didn't fix the the underlying issues, you're going to see them maximized. And it's also a smart thing because I think that my guess would be that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but my guess would be that when you started to put some ad spend in it, you actually had some cash in the bank, right? Because the things that you were doing were pro providing profit. And then you knew that it was uh, the, the thing that you had was stable and and optimize so then you say okay great then let's go after it and get some more and we have a little bit of a war chest to be able Absolutely. to go spend which is huge yeah i mean that's such a good point too you know everybody it sucks because it is i mean the world we live in with social media the platforms are so important they're honestly the most valuable platforms on the planet and a lot of people get tricked into thinking this is the way, right? Mm -hmm. the, uh, shortcut or not even shortcut, but like, I guess if we use ads, we, you could relate that to like to a fat loss pill, right? Where if I just take this pill or I start spending ad money, my programs are going to get out to all the right people and everyone's just going to start clicking buy. It does not work that way. You know, it actually, my, my, uh, my team at one point was like, Hey, you know, we need to spend more because it's converting so well. But the only reason that conversation even took place was because we started so conservatively, <laughs> right? Yeah, it was like, smart. yeah, like I think I was, yeah, I, mean, what, what, I don't have the exact numbers. So I don't do the numbers, but you know, our, our ROI was pretty ridiculous. You know, our cost per leads were just ridiculous. And like, but I didn't spend ad money for the first 10 years of being online, right? It was all organic, not a single bit of ad spend. And so I think a lot of people overestimate the power of ads and underestimate the power of organic. And if you combine both, which I think we've done really well now and we'll continue to refine, when you have a strong organic presence and your business is mostly built up of organic traffic, when you turn on ads, you should absolutely see positive return, right? Um, but yeah, the whole ad thing is crazy. You have to have a certain amount of of uh, flexibility financially. And, and also know that like, once again, with the harvest and grow season, sometimes you spend ads like a higher ticket program, you know, you're just trying to build trust for a while. Right. You have to say, Hey, like we have to have a three to six month runway here for people to get the messaging, learn to trust us, consume, 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 and then take the leap when it's, when the timing's right. And you, you know, it's not always an exact science. You have to figure out what your current model uh, does in terms of timing. So I know I'm throwing a lot, but I hope that makes sense. No, 
I know for you guys it does. <laughs> well, I'll break it down for anybody that doesn't. The very first thing that I learned from Dan Kennedy back in the 90s, when I heard him speak at a Zig Ziglar, Peter Lowy success seminar, was hey, if you're an entrepreneur, you can't do the brand advertising, the brand awareness campaigns that you know big life insurance company can do where they just get their name out there you need to use direct response which means every ad is tracked mm. you know which ads are making money where you're getting a positive roi and you know which ads are not making money so you can kill those or which media aren't making money and you can kill those quickly but you also made a really important point um Josiah, which is sometimes it just takes a little bit before the ads to really show work. Right. Um, Dominic, you know my buddy John Alanis, John Alanis from Texas, who actually worked for Dan Kennedy and worked in the magnetic marketing office for a little bit. Very successful entrepreneur, Josiah. And he was in the dating space for mm -hmm. a while. He's retired now. But um, he was, he had this one set of ads that he was about to kill. He's just like, yeah, man, it's not doing it well. But he tracked his numbers, looked at them one more time. And what he found was there was an 89-day incubation period. Mm -hmm. And he was like, it's the damnedest thing I've ever, you know, he's got this Texas accent round. It's the damnedest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's like, 89 days, nothing. Day 89, 90, 91, 92, they all start converting like crazy. Yep. So... I would just say, if you guys are starting out, and the other thing that that Josiah said that I thought was brilliant was, start small, yep. test everything that you do. You know, yes, give it time, but on the other hand, don't throw foolish money towards it. There's a, um, another piece I want to I want to throw out there. Another great thing that Josiah said too is as well is, and you can't under you can't emphasize the importance of this enough is your organic traffic prior to running ads. Because one thing that, that I, I was not, I didn't know of you till Ron told me about it. And the first feedback I gave Ron is I was like some of the best video content I've seen. And I've done a lot of video content and I'm very, you know, I don't throw that around very often. He it's really does. Great. It's kind of a, it's kind of a dick actually. Yeah, I kind of am. It. But <laughs> it's just, you know, I mean, look, there's, there's a lot of con, there is a lot of video content out there. There's not a lot of good video content out there and yours is good. And Thank I you. think what, um, I, I mean, while I didn't love your video on alcohol, I gotta be honest, but that's more, <laughs> that has less to do with that's the quality I, of your video. Up, <laughs> I know you drink yourself into a coma every night, fatty. Yeah, Watch exactly. Video. I didn't, I'll have a drink with you. I we'll think calling drink. me fat multiple times in there was probably rude, but no, I'm sure. <laughs> no, but, uh, but other than that, I mean, but the thing is, is I'm you, still, Hey man, I'm still under the average for a normal show. Dom, <laughs> come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but I think that one thing that what happens with ad traffic and you think about this, like the, the, when you run ads, you're literally running to a cold audience, right? So you're running to somebody that in all likelihood, because otherwise you wouldn't need the ads, you, you're running them to people who don't know you. They have no idea who you are. And in, I think in the fitness space, particularly, and, and for those of you who listen, who are in the insurance space or some of these spaces where it's a busy space. And let's be honest, there's a lot of charlatans. It's one of my favorite words for those kind of people, but there's a, it's a nice word, right? But uh, yeah. there's a lot of people who out there who don't know what they're talking about. Right. And, and they might be in decent shape, uh, but they have no idea how to actually teach that stuff to somebody else. Right. So somebody's seeing those ads all the time and you don't know whether to differentiate between it's a diet pill versus it's an actual exercise program that's going to stick. And your audience is probably also being through, I'm guessing, uh, your local crack babies, you know, like Charlotte. He's back. Like we haven't seen you. I was talking about you the other day, your local crack babies. We hadn't seen you in a little bit, man. Yeah. I hope you're doing well. Uh, but, <laughs> Sorry, Dominic, back to you. Back to me. So the, it's a great handle. It is. It's the it best, is, right? <laughs> um, we love you too, lovely CJP, but frankly, your local crack babies has a better handle. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, when I think about that, like somebody's looked at all of that stuff. So then the, what's the next step? is they're gonna go and look and see what you're about. And when they go to an Instagram page with five posts, or they go to your YouTube page that has three followers and six videos, that the likelihood of them feeling reassured that, that what you are about is legitimate is difficult, like is, is, is non-existent. Because quite frankly, when it comes to marketing, anybody can build a really good website. 
you can have you can hire somebody to build you out a website that makes you look as legit as possible. But creating a YouTube channel with your face on it every day, giving out quality content is impossible to do as far as I can tell. So I, I think that what you've done there is if you've done a great job and you've built that and, and getting the followers that you have on YouTube is no small thing. And it takes week after week after week. And I'm curious, did you have a, a situation where like when you were first putting out content, did you go through a phase where you're like, is anybody actually watching this or did it kind of take off right out of the gate? Not only did I wonder, is anybody actually watching this? I would rewatch it and go, why would anybody watch this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I start hey, to man. cringe, you know, hey, well, I, I do this. If you can actually go back and watch your own stuff, <laughs> yeah. I, you're doing better than me. Here's the, here's the trick. Oh. If you can go back and watch your old stuff and not drink alcohol, you're probably a superhuman because my old content drives me to want to drink yeah. for sure. It's you. awful. And it's awful because it had to be awful, right? I mean, you have to learn unless you're, I, I mean, I think of, I don't know who's the best at making great content right now. I guess we'll, we'll say Taylor Welch. My buddy, Taylor Welch is great. Um, Alex Hermosi, everybody, I think not everybody, yeah. most people know Hermosi. He's great, but I followed Hermosi for maybe 10 years now. And back when he was just doing gym launch stuff, his content wasn't as good as it, as it is now. It was good. It just wasn't as good. So you have to go through that, that phase of just learning, right? You have to fail forward, you know, like you just have to go for it. I mean, there's, I, we were building out a female team on our female side and I'm basically working with a great friend of mine and she, uh, she's becoming the version of me for the female side, right? Like the content person. And she's like going through the, the same stuff that I went through early on where she's like, I don't even think I should put this out. I'm like, listen, put everything out. There's so much noise out there. There's so much content. You might put out an awful video, which it's not as awful as you probably think, but you put it out, you get feedback, but people are going to watch it and forget about it two or three minutes later, unless it's yeah. so crazy bad or so crazy good that it becomes viral <laughs> and that's yeah. not a terrible thing either um but yeah you know early on it was just like why is no one watching my content and it was because it sucked let's just be real like it sucked and i had to learn how to become good so it's taken you know i've been making content since 2000 like online consistent content since probably 2012 2013 so 10 years of just every day putting out stuff and that's why today it looks a lot better. Right. Yeah. Right. A 10 year overnight success. Right. And, um, and I'm still not, you know, I'm, I'm, I, there, I still think I have a lot more room to grow. You know, I haven't like made it. I'm good, but I can be a lot better. And I think that's the attitude everybody has to have. Even when you've reached some success, the, the most dangerous time is when you sit there and like bathe in your success you know, and you're like, that's when you're most susceptible, right? Like that's when people can come in like your competition and just either skyrocket past you or you become irre irrelevant to an audience that already has their attention being, you know, uh, compete, you know, competed for everywhere. And I think you look at the, the, the greats, if you will, like Alex Ramosi is one of those. I'm not as familiar with him. I mean, I obviously know who he is and have followed some of his stuff when he got on Instagram. I didn't follow him on TikTok, which is, I think, where he originally kind of killed it. But yeah. you look at somebody like a Gary Vaynerchuk, who most of us are familiar with. He talks about this all the time. Do you realize how many years I was putting out Wine Library TV content and nobody was watching it? Now, Ron and I, Ron turned me on to Gary with Wine Library TV, probably at like episode 10. So Ron found like was an early guy in there, but they were and, and by the awful. Way, I was at how I found him was he was speaking at a marketing conference back in 09 or 10. And it's like nobody had really knew who this guy was. And I thought he was freaking hilarious because number one, he cussed like an absolute sailor. <laughs> I've never seen anybody cuss that much at a, you know, and I'm just like, dang, like that's actually his his F-bomb per minute count is almost kind of impressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like Sam you know? Jackson And then level. I'm like, the yeah. guy's hilarious. And I'm like, dude, I could check out Wine Library. You know, I like wine. Let's see what he's got. But um, yeah, he I, he I remember him saying the exact same thing, Dominic. Like, 
and did all kinds of shows before anybody knew who I was. And and he went and he said it. So he's spoken at some conferences where I spoke right before him at a conference. So we I had an opportunity like to to interact and hear some of the stuff that he was saying. He was like, you know, you go this many times, you that many videos out there, and then one hits for ten thousand views. And then he's like, and then a couple of weeks later, one hit for a million. And I think he was like, that was one of my worst videos. He thought it was terrible. <laughs> and that's yeah. the thing that, that the consistency that's so difficult when it comes out to putting content and why I applaud you for your content. Like part, part of the reason, I mean, it is quality content. You do a good job. You explain it well, it's edited well. Um, and you know, but the, the reality is, is like, you don't know. Sometimes you put out just an absolute dumpster fire of a video that you think, like I've had this experience and then it just goes crazy. I mean, I put out a post one time that I was just, it was just more of like this one. I, it was video actually. And I was just talking about family travel. Cause honestly I was sort of depressed that I was traveling and away from my family again that year. Yeah, and, tough. and it got picked up by LinkedIn and then picked up from there. And like, it just went nuts. And you're like, Oh, that's weird. I thought it was like really just me throwing it out there just to, to talk and, and you're like well, that was a good that was a terrible video so then what's funny about that is I went back tried to shoot a clean version of that like like a cleaned up edited out version of that went nowhere and yeah. it's just so you don't know and, and but the reality is you get the consistency and just to keep going and so I think a lot of Ron was right when he just said he's like that's 10 years for that overnight success right that's what people just don't sometimes understand is you just got to keep keep going at it and and I know your local crack baby said, appreciate the transparency. I mean, that's why we talk about this stuff because I think you'd find if anybody's saying that they haven't gone through that, they're lying. Totally. It, right. You have to do this. My first a million view video was on Instagram. Uh, and it was only a million views because the sound wasn't in line with me speaking. So <laughs> my mouth was moving and it was like a little bit off. And people were like, the sounds off the sound. But then what happened was a lot of people would go watch my other stuff just to, I guess, see if I was a complete idiot and didn't know how to edit videos. But then they realized, okay, like the messaging here is actually good, right? So I got a lot of followers from that. But I was like, I'm not saying go out and throw up a video that's that's bad, but it that one and then the one you just mentioned is is crazy because I did something similar. I made a video where I was sitting in the gym parking lot. Yeah, I believe this is a reel on Facebook or TikTok, but it did it did good. And um, I was just talking about feeling guilty about going to the gym when my kids were at home out of school. And I was just like, for dads out there who feel guilty about going to the gym, here's how I deal with it. And I was just speaking from the heart, not edited, just fully raw, whatever, took off, went crazy. And I think that lends to a really important lesson too when you're just putting out organic content. That is, you've got to know who you're speaking to. Right. If you're putting out a ton of content, don't try to appease everybody. Right. You yeah. have someone in mind. Yeah. The cool part is when you have one type of person in mind that you're speaking to, there's going to be a variety of people that relate to little bits and pieces of that message. So you'll still draw in a good chunk of people you didn't even think would be attracted to your messaging, but they hear a little something in your message that they go, oh, yeah, that's me, too. Yeah. Um, but have one person that you're speaking to that just makes things like I speak to the 42 year old. CEO who's got a lot of money, great family, but has never been able to figure out his fitness. Like that's who I'm always talking to, right? So in my head, when I'm making organic organic content, that person is my audience. And then it just brings in everybody who relates to that. For sure. There's a great, love him or hate him, Howard Stern is without question one of the most successful radio people of all time. And he said this over and over and over, and I love it. He said, I think... Uh, he goes, I'm literally speaking into the microphone one to Robin, which is why she's such a critical part of the show. His, his Robin fan. Robin's the best part of the show. She's the best. He's yeah. talking to her and he said, and then I'm picturing the only person I picture is he's used different examples, but the one that stuck out to me, it was a long haul truck driver who's just driving along, looking to get entertained. He goes, I'm talking to that guy, like one guy Now his yeah. audience is millions. Right. But, and so I think that taking that same concept to your to your video and that's why you say like i would use cl customer examples i use uh something that happened at an event something weird that that kind of went on that was very specific and it you know every once in a while the person goes was that video about me well <laughs> i mean kind of <laughs> like you know yeah. <laughs> but, but the the people that relate to that are so big and so i think that because you're right it's not just one person when you when it's something that strikes you like that it's definitely not going to just be one person and you talk about it and i love those types of videos and you know your your little crack babies again like that authenticity right like that's 
lean, you know, lean towards that. And, and people tend to really like that, but I think you also have the, you mix in the good content where it is edited and then it creates, cause then some other people are like, ah, no, I kind of hate those like viral style videos. I want something that looks like professional. Cause if I'm going to buy a course from you, I want to know that it's not just the camera's not focused on your forehead the whole time. Like, you know, like they, it's, they, they <laughs> oh, want to like see that. Course. Yeah. Why you gotta, why you gotta hate like that? Bob hey man, you call me fat. <laughs> <what you get. laughs> we moved a lot of units to that course. Great. Hey, I'll tell you, I will tell you guys one interesting thing coming back around to Dan Kennedy. Um, I actually, Josiah got, I was in Dan Kennedy's platinum for a few years before he just, he actually disbanded it for a while and got to know Dan personally, been to Dan's house. And, um, one of the interesting things that Dan says, if any of you guys have ever heard his original magnetic marketing speech about transparency, like your local crack babies was talking about was he deliberately mentions in that speech going bankrupt twice. Mm -hmm. All right. And he also mentions having a drinking problem because Dan had to stop drinking in his twenties. He was an alcoholic. And then later he mentioned getting divorced twice. And then getting remarried to wife number two, Carla, he had a great joke about that. He's like, yeah, the third time I married money for money, mine. And I'm like, that's just the greatest joke ever. <laughs> but what he said was, it was an interesting thing about authenticity and transparency was he goes, look, number one, no one could ever use the bankruptcies against me because I totally disarmed it right up front. So no one could, you know, invalidate anything. I say, well, he filed bankruptcy twice. Um, secondly, he's like, do you know how many people would come up to buy my stuff? Because they were like, we, because then what's the number one cause of bank bankruptcy? It's business going under. I think medical bills is up there and divorces in there. But, but last I checked, business failure was number one on the list. So he's like, hey, a lot of these guys in the audience have had a business go under. And so he's like, I want them to know they're not alone. And it's, you know, people don't talk about it. It's shameful. So I just thought that was kind of an interesting point. By the way, for all you guys joining late here, um, we will not write you a tardy slip today for coming late to class. But we start every Friday at 8 a.m., except when we don't, 8 a.m. Pacific. We have um, Josiah. Novak of the true transformation. He's at Josiah fitness. And this is the make more, keep more show where we just talk about all things related to making and keeping money and the mindset that goes along with it. So Josiah's our local fitness expert, um, because he's not a 25 year old guy giving fitness tips. He's an older guy who manages to keep himself in incredible shape. So, um, plus his business is blowing up again for all you guys joining late. Um, Josiah, let's come back to fitness. So for that 42-year-old, you know, successful guy, overweight, occasionally rides his bike, um, and we're not going to name names or point fingers here. Yeah, it couldn't what be me because I'm 44, so definitely couldn't be me. <laughs> definitely not you. Yeah, definitely Dominic, not me. Dominic. Uh, by the way, hold on. I got I, You know what, Dominic? I give you boatloads of crap, but I got to say, Dominic, you went and rode a 67 mile bike you did 67 miles of 100 miles this weekend at a pretty crazy price down in san diego which if you guys know san diego it's not florida it's got it's not san francisco either but it's not florida there's hills everywhere so matt i, I gotta give you some love that was that was awesome i know you were disappointed because you wanted to do the whole 100 miles but uh-oh uh -oh. did ron cut out again his AirPods die? His internet died. Knows. That she knows I'm doing. <laughs> Come on, woman. Anyway, well, at least she's not listening in. I'm not in trouble for the comment earlier. But um, so mad love to Dominic. Josiah, back to you. Where do, where do you tell these guys to get started? What's the first thing? What's the first thing they do? Walk every day. <laughs> okay. Walk every day. Well, there's, you know, there's uh a big exercise we got to do before we start actually taking action. And that is to eliminate all the BS, right? Like get clear on what actually is going to move the needle. Stop chasing this nonsense over here. Stop doing this. Stop thinking you got to have a complicated plan. Just because something is complicated doesn't mean it's going to work better. Simple works better, especially with fitness. 
getting guys clear on the fact that, Hey, your, your metabolism's not broken. You're not a failure. You're not, you, know, you don't have a bunch of stubborn fat. That's, you know, you're too old to lose or whatever I have. Right. And the way we do this is we, we literally show them case studies of guys who are much older than them or much busier than them or as busy as them and as successful as them who have gone through our program and, you know, get them out of this headspace of like, there's all these limiting factors. That's not the, that's not it at all. The only thing holding you back is a lack of a clear and simple system. That is it. Right. The other thing too, with mindset, and I, I, I'm going to harp on mindset just because I think that a lot of guys need to hear it, but it's not discipline that you're lacking. Like think about this for example, if I'm talking to a CEO or a guy in his forties with a family and some money in the bank, like he's done pretty well for himself. He's obviously disciplined in some aspect, right? There's some part of his life that he has ex- clearly been a disciplined person. The reason he's been disciplined, though, is because he has designed that part of his life properly. So his business is designed properly and he's been able to make money or his company, whatever, has done well. His family's Great done point. well. The other thing, and I, I opened my live event last year saying this, I said, you don't need discipline. You don't need discipline. You need design and you need desire. When you have those two things, discipline gets a hell of a lot easier, right? Because think about it. You might have a perfectly well-designed fitness program, but you hate every step of it. You're like, I can't eat this shit. I hate CrossFit. I hate doing it. You got no desire behind it. And you have no desire ultimately to live a certain way. So we got to design something that makes sense. We have to have some desire built into it. And oftentimes that desire is fueled by what you actually are are feeling in your life, right? When you're waking up, looking in the mirror and you're like, dude, I'm embarrassed. Like, I hate how I look. Or my wife, like, we haven't had sex with the lights on in like a long time. You know, this is really crazy. Like, I don't like this feeling that I have, right? So we get those two things. And all of a sudden discipline starts to become second nature because you're just doing something that completely aligns with who you are and what you want. So an easy layup for guys, just if you're like looking for action, is to start walking more because walking is tremendous for many different reasons. Number one, it's going to help you burn more calories than you you will just sitting around doing nothing. Uh, Most people can stand up and go for a walk. Not everybody can hop on a great and super sweet street bike. I I have one. And by the way, 60 plus miles is no joke. That's crazy. Uh, 20 miles are like kind of where I live. (laughs) Um, but, you know, you don't always have the treadmill or the fancy stuff. So walking is is right there, low-hanging fruit. Not to mention, guys who walk more are typically, at least based off studies, shown to live longer, okay? Um, plus, it's a great excuse to go clear your head, do some thinking, and maybe even take a call or two if you need to and burn some calories and get some steps in. So we start with that. With muscle, you know, a lot of times the guys I work with have already dictated some time to working out, right? It's like, it's really just moving the percentage around. So like, if maybe they're like, yeah, I do the Peloton for two hours a week. Okay, that's not terrible. But like, why don't we take an hour of that and we apply it to lifting weights instead? You know, let's let's pick out three, you know, 45 minute sessions a week and work out with some weights for 45 minutes. Let's just start there. That's a really good place to start, right? And then with nutrition, you know, and this, this, we could do a whole hour podcast on nutrition, but, you know, nutrition is really simple. The biggest issue is that I wrote a book, you can kind of see it behind me here. I wrote a book uh, in 2017. Yeah, I think 2017 called Diet Suck. And the truth is they suck, right? They suck because they overcomplicate things unnecessarily to sell you on this whole idea that you're like missing the boat and this is the, the, the only way, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Nutrition yeah. simple. I'll break it down in three quick sentences. Number one, you have to control your calories. Number two, you have to eat a more protein-based diet. And three, you have to eat high-quality food 80 to 90% of the time. That's it. That's all you got to do. You do those three things properly and consistently, you will be shredded. You will be lean. Now, doing it consistently, that's where we help, right? We set guys up with a meal system that allows them to eat out if they need to, not cook if they don't want to cook or eat with their family if that's what they want to do at night. And there's different ways we play around with it. But those are the pieces that we begin to put in place to form the the puzzle that is getting in shape. 
I love it. And awesome. I've seen some of your before and after photos from some of the guys you worked with and the results are insane. Mm. Um, yeah, they work hard. <laughs> where would where would someone go to get started with you? Like where where did where's normally if someone uh you know wants to a woman listening wants to talk to your female coach or not sure. even talk but start <laughs> like absorbing content and like how does that work same for your 42-year-old or whoever listening to this? Absolutely. So if a if a lady is out there, if a female's out there, uh, we have an Instagram account. Uh, it's at transform her uh, with two t's we did that on purpose because we are true transformation so it's two t's and then just transform her um, i occasionally post about it on my page we have a, a freebie that they can get uh if they go follow us and and just use the link in the bio we have a, what's called a metabolic makeover for them um i always say like you know personally the clients we want to work with come to us the best clients come to us after consuming a decent amount of what we do, right? Yep. Because when you come into our program, we want you to have at least a, a small amount of knowledge about what we do already so that you're already starting to become a great client before you're an actual client. So we do this in a number of ways, right? We have the freebies they can get, get on our email list, get on the transform her email list, listen to my podcast, watch my YouTube videos, all that stuff. By the time you realize this is a good fit for me, you've consumed enough content to already have started doing what we're going to tell you to do anyway, right? And then we fill in the gaps with the accountability, the customization, the right workouts for your body type and all that fun stuff. And I say body type, I don't mean like I'm a, I'm, I'm selling snake oil here. There's no like special workouts for body type. <laughs> but what I mean is coming in with maybe injuries um, or, you know, pre-existing conditions that can't allow for certain exercises that that's what I mean by your body type or your just your body situation, if you will. Um, so once you've joined our program, or at least you've gotten into our communities, you've started to do some of the things that I preach every day. And the only reason you're not say only reason, but one of the big reasons you invest is because you need that accountability and you need to pay attention to this stuff. Big so deal. paying for it means you'll pay attention. That's where we can, we can come in, but hopefully, and I tell, I don't want to like sabotage my team, but they'll probably, they'll hate me for this, but I'll say, listen, if you just follow our videos, listen to the podcast, do what I tell you to do, emails, all that stuff, you'll get in phenomenal shape, phenomenal shape. You'll just pay us when you need that extra handholding and, and accountability. So no, that's, what that's, that's what we find a lot of. Yeah. And I can, I can vouch for one thing for any of you business owners out there or guys trying to get a side hustle going the number one thing that I like to hear when I consult with someone is, hey, man, I've been following you on Twitter for X amount of time or on Instagram for Y amount because they already know what they're getting, yep. you know, and they laugh because if it's a Zoom call, they're like, oh, that's exactly where you film the videos. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. exactly. That's it. Oh, Stephanie walked into the room. Oh, I hear you talk about Stephanie. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a great way to go because they're kind of pre-sold and, um, and they get what I'm about. And if they're, uh, you know, like in my case, Josiah, if they're a Dave Ramsey guy and they believe everything Dave says, we're not going to be a good fit. Right. Um, so they know right away, you know, the happiest day of my life was when Dave, well, I suppose getting married and the birth of my children should go somewhere in there. But, you know, having Dave Ramsey block me was great. Um, it took him a while, but, <laughs> but it eventually happened. So, um, Dominic, Dominic, what do you got to say about all this? Well, and I remember, I, I want to get to the, the fitness tips and some of this stuff that you talked about in a second, but I will say that another thing happened, like Gary Vaynerchuk, I remember at an event I was at where he was speaking, um, in New York, some guy got up and got the microphone and was like, I just want to let you know, uh, that I've watched all your videos, applied all of it. I've tripled my business, uh, but I got to be honest, I've never paid you a dollar. And it was interesting because Gary was like stopped because the guy went to go ask a question. He's like, okay, I want to hear your question, but let me stop for a second. Thank you. Like, that's the best thing I've heard all day. And I think yeah. there's an element of like, when we talk about putting out content, quality content to go back to what, you know, you've been doing a great job of like, Think about that. It, it speaks to who you are as a human, that you're putting out a great bit of content that could actually help these people. And then when they do decide to, to pay you, they'll pay you well and they'll pay you often and for a long time yep. because they they've aligned with who you are. And and when you get to that type of situation, but 
it's it's golden, right? And I imagine your clients stick with you for a long period of time. Um, somebody here is looking forward to the call today with Vince, whoever that is, right? So you got you got stuff that's that's going on, and I think it's to be admired. But again, it goes back to it sounds like you've put a lot of work into this business to be able to turn it into a success. And, you know, I'm not a big growth hack kind of guy. Like, I just don't really think they exist. I mean, they're a fun thing to say, but like, there's no workout hack either, right? There's no diet hack. If there will, like it just, you have to put in the time and the effort and you're to be applauded for, for doing that. Yeah. It's funny. Our first email that goes out to, new clients, the subject title, and I, I don't do cookie cutter stuff, but this is something that everyone should hear in joining a program or if you just want reality is that we literally say it's time to get to work. That's the subject line. It's time to get to work because I can give all the hacks, all the secrets, blah, 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 for business or fitness, but hard work. And I, I don't know if hard is the right word, but like just work period done consistently yeah. focus work done every day or at least most weeks on a project or on a part of your life there's no way to escape that and you don't want to escape that right, right. that's that is where the gold is that's where you're going to find who you are and you're going to discover a lot of great things about yourself that you didn't know were there possibly and the work is the best part like i get excited to go to work every day and i i'm very blessed to be able to say that but I hope that people can find that same enjoyment through fitness too. If they don't maybe have the career that's like their passion or if they've grown this massive company and they're like, yeah, it's cool, but it's not what I really love. Like maybe you find something in fitness that you do love. It doesn't have to be lifting weights. It could be riding the bike. It could be going and doing races or whatever it is, but you find something that you you enjoy putting the work into. It's a really cool thing. Love it, man. Absolutely love it. Josiah, we're coming up on the top of the hour here. So tell me what, what closing words do you have? Um, well, let me get back to Dominic for one second. Dominic, did you have any other questions for Josiah? No, there was so much good stuff here that maybe we can reserve the right to, to bring you back on a future season if you're cool with it. I love I that. There's so much here you that guys we can awesome. unpack both from, uh, Perfect. both from the fitness yeah. side and the business side. A lot, lot I'll of just really get you guys on my show and we'll... We'll, uh, we'll knock out another round of do that questions and fun there and you go. good stuff, man. Yeah, I'd love to get you back in January, you know, cause that's when a lot of people are thinking about their fitness goals and stuff, but, um, sure. just so what would you give as closing words to the, to, to anybody out there or any closing thoughts? Yeah. You know, we, we live in a world that oftentimes if you step out of your virtual office and you go into social media, there's a lot of chaos, right? There's complaining, there's pessimistic viewpoints, there's a lot of people throwing a lot at you, right, that can drain your energy. And I think that I learned this from a really great mentor of mine, but certainty and chaos is such an amazing thing. And with where we're headed, who knows, like, honestly, who cares? <laughs> right, you can have certainty and chaos by investing in yourself, and having zero doubt and zero room for doubt about what you're after and what your vision is and where you're going. And I think a big part of that, in fact, I know a big part of that is taking care of your health, waking up every day and saying, am I making decisions today for a better tomorrow? And that's what fitness can be for you. It can be that decision you make right now to have a better tomorrow and a better year and all that good stuff. I have a famous quote that it is going to be uh, copywritten or copyright pretty soon. <laughs> We're in the works, but life moves fast. Make it, make count. it count. Yeah, that's me. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, fitness can be low hanging fruit to making life count for you. So I'll leave it with that. I appreciate you guys having me. Josiah, thank you so much for joining us. Just quickly, this was Josiah Novak of at Josiah Fitness, the True Transformation.com, and um, if you guys came on late. We post these both. We post these shows both on Instagram, so you can see it in my feed. And then we also post it. Dominic does a great job of um, getting this put together on a podcast, so it'll be generally on Mondays. It's on every podcasting, or at least the major ones, Apple, Spotify, and you can find it at MakeMoreKeepMoreShow.com. And 
Dominic, can you reach out to Josiah and tell him how you strip the audio off, if you don't mind? Yeah. He asked that before, and I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, Talk absolutely. to Dom. He's the, he's, the, he's the music technical nerd. Anyway, guys, we'll be back next week with another show, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on Instagram Live. Josiah, thank you again, man. We really appreciated having you on and appreciated all the gems you dropped. Yep. So, so, Hi, fellas. Great to meet you, and uh, look forward to connecting again soon, Dominic. All right. Sounds Take good, care, man. you guys. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Bye-bye.